0: i I was was thinking about this the other night and i had to say it on here it's like i want people to know if there's any takeaway from all the shit i went through it's like i don't regret one goddamn thing oh sorry (laughs) leave that in (laughs)
1: hi welcome back or welcome to my podcast pipe dream etiquette uh, I'm your co- your host Xavier Terminello, and here is uh, my co-host Matt Soroki
0: It's good to be back on the pod. This I'm excited is, to be here.
1: This is the conclusion of our uh, understanding Matt Soroki Matthew Soroki series, uh, and. Yeah, it's it's been a ride. It's, it's been, been a journey. journey.
0: It's been uh it's been kind of therapy for me <laughs> getting to say all this out loud finally. Um I want to give a big thank you to Xavier and to all our listeners. I really appreciate it. This man's coughing right now. <laughs> so no, I'm joking. need a medic. Um, okay. Um but yeah, I mean we're finally like we're going to do
1: six yeah current day matt
0: current day pretty
1: much so um yeah let's get into it so we left off you um you know you gave community college a shot you were saying that yeah. um your mental health had really been suffering yeah you dealt with a lot of um depression you're even saying you were pretty suicidal at one point yeah um you came home back to ventura you took some time off. Yeah. chilled out. You got back into the fall semester. Mm-hmm. You enrolled at your local community college, Ventura College. Yeah, and you found a really good coach, right. coach, Moss. coach Moss. And so you'd said the the cross country season while well, you kind of developed aerobically, kind of mm-hmm. got back into that shape. Yeah, you weren't quite mentally there, and so right. we left off with <laughs> we left off with the uh, winter training. Yeah. So so was that winter.
0: That winner, I need to give a few shout-outs right now. Um, I need to give a huge shout-out to Alex Canales. He was, like, probably – I don't want to say – I might have to say – he was probably the best training partner I've ever had. Um, That man did not miss a day. He was, like, the most consistent and crazy – like, if I said we were doing a workout, he was, like, going to show up. So – Big shout out to Alex. And then another shout out I got to give to Josh Weiner. He, Weiner? whatever, sorry, Josh. Um, he, sorry, Josh. Uh, same thing with him, super consistent guy. Uh, he had, you know, a really consistent winner with us. And I just remember ripping some good workouts with them. But that winner, um, I was finally back. You know, like I was, I was like feeling good again. I honestly think I might have been in my best speed shape ever. And I was nearing my best aerobic shape ever, which is really saying something. Um, I'll give like one workout example. So like Monday morning, we did four by mile, with a minute rest and I averaged like five Oh five pretty comfortably. And then that afternoon we did 10 two hundreds and I averaged mm-hmm. 26. Um, so like, and, and that was like pretty consistently. We double workout on Monday and Thursday. I don't say we. Oh, well, I didn't do. Me that. and Alex did. Yeah. Um, and we would long run on Saturday. And so the winter, like we got into really good shape, and um, we were really excited, like for for the season. We thought that you know, like it can only go up from here. Um, and I also mentioned last episode that. I had um, made the decision that I was going to join the EMT program Mm -hmm. at Ventura College. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I had to do like my little CPR class beforehand and like get some paperwork together. And so, you know, when the semester finally started um, and like official practice started it, running was still going well. And then when I started EMT school, I didn't realize at the time How much of a commitment that i was going to have to make to that um but it was so on tuesday nights it was 6 p.m to 10 p.m so four hours on tuesday and then on thursday nights it was going to be three to six an hour for dinner and then seven to three so six hours of schooling on thursday
1: so nine total 10
0: total okay yeah, yeah. Um, okay and um so it was an eight and a half unit course Ooh, for this yeah it's a chunky yeah boy. yeah so um i didn't i kind of knew like it, this is going to be like a big commitment but i was excited i like wanted to be an emt and um i just honestly i didn't really have a goal in mind or like anything set when i went into it like i was kind of just blindly like
1: E M T sounds good.
0: I think I was like E M T is the end goal. Like that, it was just like I'm gonna do this semester course and get my license and and whatever. Um, but as you know, the course slowly went on. I started, you know, realizing like I'm actually pretty good at this stuff. You know, it's like because I had never really applied myself in school. And the past two semesters Uh I had, you know, basically flunked out. Yeah. And so it was like this was like my my last shot at like school and like giving it a go. And yeah, sure. Okay. And so it was like I was like getting nineties and hundreds on tests and I was like studying. And I slowly just like it seemed like each week I was like less and less effort was getting put into running because i like was still i was kind of getting back into the mindset of running is all i have and it's all i want to do and i'm going to do everything i can for it and i felt like it was like in a healthier way this time which was probably only because i was mentally healthier um from being on medication and in psychotherapy and
1: do you think uh the new coach coach moss and kind of. If there was a per- perspective shit shit that he kind of got through to you?
0: Yeah. So, Mas and I talked a lot that winter. Um, and there's not really one conversation that I remember with him, except one where he was like, you need to define your love of running and why you love it. You know, it's like, because I had told him before that I love running. And, but he's, he, he kind of sat me down and he's like, why do you love it? Mm -hmm. And so that kind of played in my mind for a while. It was like, why am I doing this? You know, like, what am I getting out of this? Why do I wake up twice a day for practice and do these crazy workouts and Mm -hmm. and put all my effort into recovery and, and trying to just be the best runner ever? Um, and so I had that in the back of my mind while I was, you know, stuck like p- intensely studying for EMT and trying to, to pass the class with, you know, I wanted an A and I wanted to be a good EMT, um, all while still trying to be like a an elite 800 runner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, finally time for our first race, uh, to roll around. Um, I was running the 800 leg of the distance medley, which is a 12-4-8 mile, mm-hmm. and then I was running the opening leg of the 4x8. So two Three eight, hundreds. yeah, pretty. <laughs> which kind of felt like high school a little bit, doing two eights, but um, but I was fine with it. I was excited, but I was also overly nervous. You know.
1: Well, okay. When was the last time you had like a good race?
0: And so, when was the last time I had a race?
1: You raced and cross.
0: Yeah, but like track race, you know. True. So my last track race, like official track race, was January of 2020, and it was now March of 2021. So <laughs> Not
1: 2022.
0: Oh, yeah. 2022. Yeah. So, uh, two years. So over two years since I had an official track race. So I think my nerves were warranted, but I, I've kind of always felt like my ability level has never warranted the amount of nerves I get, you know, because I do feel...
1: Wait, so you're saying you have more or less nerves?
0: I have more nerves than okay. I should, Okay. if that makes sense. So yeah. I'm... I felt like I was good enough to, to beat, you know, anyone I raced against, but I was nervous that they were still going to beat me. And so my nerves have always kind of controlled me in that way. And, and being intimidated by other guys, even though I've, you know, that winter I did a workout with Nico and, you know, it was super easy and stuff. And, you know, the workouts that I had been doing were, d1 level workouts and and so it shouldn't i shouldn't have been nervous for that but i was um and also like the race was on a friday and i had just had six hours of school that thursday night and so it was just like really you know and then i had to run two 800s um but you know we went through the warm-up and we actually almost missed the race which is kind of a funny story yeah alex like was the last person alex was tying his shoes as they were calling them to the line
1: that sounds like yeah yeah so we (laughs) legit
0: like we almost missed the race but it was a great story um but no so alex went off and he gave it the stick to um isaiah Slagboom, another Mm -hmm. one of our former teammates he ran the four and i finally get the stick and it's just i kind of mentally it doesn't feel real you know i didn't feel like i was the person running in my body
1: okay so kind of like an out of out of body yeah
0: it kind of felt as if i were in the stands watching myself run the race Mm. which is not how you want (laughs) to feel at all (laughs) in in case you guys were wondering (laughs) that's not how it should be um and so, you know, I went out, I think Moss said after I oh, Yeah, I went afraid. out in like 56. Did um, you do
1: that you went out slower?
0: No, for the other for the four by eight, I went out okay. slower. But okay. for the for the DMR league, I went out in fifty-six, which isn't, you know, I I am a 153 guy, but that was, you know, back in the day. So I hadn't, you know, felt that pace. 'Cause I had run, you know, fifty sixes in practice, Mm -hmm. but then you keep going. Yeah. So (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) now back to back. So about three hundred meters, three hundred meters to go, five hundred in. Um I really felt it. You know, I had just not I had it I had done a lot of tempos. Wait, wait, wait. You said
1: five hundred meters in? Yeah. Okay. So three hundred to
0: go. So I I had done a lot of tempos and long runs. Yeah. And I had done a lot of short speed stuff Mm -hmm. up to this point. But I hadn't done those like those 1Ks and those 800s and those 600 hard reps, Mm -hmm. like mile pace stuff that you need to do. I had the two, you know, I had the two extreme ends, but I didn't have that stuff in the middle. So in the middle of my 800, I really felt like I was lacking that. Um, And I ended up running; it was either 158 or 157. Um, I'd have to ask Moss what it was, which is kind of like okay you know but I had also jogged a 203 a few weeks before in practice by myself um so I was kind of disappointed with that um but also I think it was part partially because of some nerves and not having raced mm-hmm. in a while and then in the in the opening leg of the 4x8 I ran 159 um and I got second or I handed off the stick in second. So I was like pretty content with that as mm-hmm. well. And it was like, you know, a pretty mediocre showing from what I once was. Uh, but it was also, that's when I started just kind of feeling a little off, you know, after those races, I I started questioning what Moss said to me. Um, Why do you love this? And so it was... That's when I really started beginning to question, do I even love this? Do I have, like, a perception of what love is, you know? Is this what love feels like? Because running is a relationship, you know? Certainly, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's it's a relationship that I had been in for, you know, six years. And you're finally starting to question – the real reason you're doing this. And I think that comes with maturity and, you know, other life stresses is, is understanding the real reason you're in the sport, not just being like, I want to be fast. Right. Well, I I think
1: what happens is, and I I think this is, it has to do a bit with like passion and finding interest. Mm -hmm. I was reading this book. It's called um, grit. It's by Angela Duckworth. I highly recommend it. Um, pretty much what I was saying is there's, um, it was talking about passion and how you kind of get into passion, how you figure out, um, like what you really love and what mm-hmm. you really like to do. And I think a lot of what it start a lot of way, I think really deep, like valued passion starts out is just like on the weekend, like, Hey, I'm going to go for a run. yeah or, Hey, I'm going to go surfing or mini golfing or whatever it whatever, happens to be. Yeah. And slowly it turns into like something that yeah. this is something you can do full time. You can go surfing every day to hey, I want to compete as a right. surfer. To hey I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. Let's let's like, you know, let's see what I can do. Right. And I think so I think kind of as you're saying, this is a relationship with I think not only running, but with yourself. Yeah. And so, um, I think that's something that fundamentally has to change right. when you're going to do this for an extended period of time, because I mean, exactly. you're talking about this, you, I mean, you're 19 when we were talking, yeah, about, when this we were talking about this yeah. and so that would have placed you at 13. Yeah. I mean, you at 13 saying, I want to be really fast. Yeah. That's great. I mean, in terms of where you're at and like finding a passion, yeah. that's really all you need. is right. just something like, Hey, this is interesting. This I want to do it. Yeah. And I think not having more than that is okay, right? Right. Even if you were to say nineteen, just like maybe you're getting into surfing. Yeah. And I keep using surfing as an example. Yeah, surfing's fine. I want to go surfing. <laughs> yeah, but That's all good. Um, maybe I just want to get into surfing, and I think it's okay to just be like, I'm gonna go every like once a week or yeah. something, and find that. Right. But that relationship that a with yourself mm-hmm. and b with something that is non-material such as running Mm -hmm. and those are two very different relationships that you simultaneously have to balance with that like work run balance, or Mm -hmm. like social life um the activity and then like friends or like academics or whatever yeah so
0: i mean i xavier totally said it right it's like it started out as a passion and you know obviously that passion grew as i grew and then you know we know that it turned into an obsession for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know when I was 17, 18, <laughs> and then I slowly got over you know being obsessed, and it turned back into passion. But well,
1: I think there was a little hi- hiatus. Yeah. Right. Where it was right. Kind of like when you burnt out and mm-hmm. like chopped out of N. A. U. and Stuff like that, where it was kind of like I think you were I think you were questioning like. Yeah. I think that kind of motive of just like I want to be fast. Yeah, that's a, it's a really service level for kind of sure. like motive for yeah. it, and that's where when you're doing things that are really, really tough and yeah. really demanding, you need to understand that like why am I running? Yeah, why? And service level reason like well, I want to be fast. They yeah. just don't do it at exactly. that point. Yeah, it's got to be something a lot more elaborate, and I I want to say even something spiritual at that. Yeah,
0: point, definitely. Where
1: it's like. And this is kind of, I think, what I was trying to get at last episode, mm-hmm. where I don't even think that at some point this had to do with the running. Mm-hmm. It was just like, when you dropped out, you spiritually just weren't in a good place. Right. Right. The relationship with your own body and with your own mind, and, yeah. you know, socially just it was in such a bad place. Yeah. That's why it was so difficult for you to train, for you to get out and get help and yeah. do whatever it was. So.
0: Exactly. And I couldn't have said it better myself. You don't have to agree with everything. No, but I mean you're saying you're spitting facts today. Um (laughs) it's it's true. And it's not only this this is what I slowly came to realize is one, I didn't know who I was without running, because the last time I had been without running was when I was like Mm twelve. And two, is this something worth doing do I feel like this is something worth doing and that's how I felt is I need to figure out if I am willing to keep doing this and I'm willing to put in the time for a reason I hadn't figured out
1: well I, I'm gonna let you finish that but mm-hmm. I think part of is it or doing I think in maybe your case is a more specific question is Is the cost worth it? Yeah. Right? Because I I think, I mean, like spiritually finding out what you want to do in a passion, everyone's going to say it's worth it. Yeah. But I think there are certain things that take a lot more effort. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you're someone who like naturally, let's say you have like ADHD. Sure. And you're like, I really want to become like... Maybe that's a better example. Like, I really want to do something that, like, needs <laughs> requires a lot focus. of focus, like, a certain right. Or something. It's naturally yeah. not a good parent, right? Like, I, I'm not gonna be like, don't do that. If, sure. I, if it's really a passion of yours, go for it. Yeah, but I mean, I think there are certain things that people just naturally excel on. Them, yeah, I mean, that's just like fundamental. I'm not yeah. gonna be like, if I try hard enough, I can be LeBron James because yeah, exactly. I can't be LeBron yeah. James. No matter how much I want to try no match, yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Just, and I yeah. think that's one of the You weren't born
0: to play basketball. Well yeah, I know? think
1: that's kind of one of those like it's difficult to face reality sometimes. Yeah, sure. But I back to what you were saying, which is it worth it mm. to to continue running. Yeah. So on
0: and so as EMT school progressed and you know, we were learning more content and I was, you know, becoming smarter and learning more about medicine. More intellectual. Um, I just kind of realized, like, I kind of have a passion for this stuff. You know, like, this stuff makes me feel how running makes me feel. It's like, I enjoy doing this. I like sitting down and, and studying. Yeah, like.
1: And understanding. Yeah, like, and
0: understanding. And, and I think medicine is a really cool subject. And so we had our our next race. Um, I was running. What was I running? I was running the Open 8 and the 4x4. It was in Bakersfield. And so workouts had been going like okay. Mm-hmm. I had nothing really flashy, but they weren't bad. Like I'm sure some people would look at it to be like, oh, that's like a crap workout, or the <laughs> opposite, like, oh my god, that's an amazing workout. But yeah, whatever. Um, to me, they weren't anything. And and they weren't, they didn't feel how it used to feel. Uh-huh. You know, like I would finish a speed workout and I'd be like, my sense of accomplishment is off the charts. Like this, this makes me feel amazing.
1: And when was that? Was that during your time in Flagstaff? Was that yeah, in so that was like
0: during Flagstaff, during Newberry, so the entire even winter, you know, okay. like doing a speed workout gave me the most like pleasure and, and the most like mm-hmm. sense of, of accomplishment and meaning. Um, and I stopped, like slowly stopped feeling that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to this race and I was racing the Open 8 and I was like the only one racing the 8. So it was kind of like shitty warming up and doing by it was, yeah by yourself yeah. it's a, kind of sad but uh we went out and i i was just running scared you know mm-hmm. i was just not in the it was the same scenario where uh i had class for 6 hours on thursday night and we had race friday yeah <laughs> um so same thing as last time and so it was just i wasn't in the mentality of i need to run a half a mile as fast as i can and try to beat these other guys
1: well okay i need to ask you was it school because I, I get having a six hour yeah. work day of school and then probably doing homework all of friday was probably pretty difficult yeah but was it that or is it something larger that we're kind of not yeah
0: seeing? and so that's what i'm uh, kind of building towards okay. is okay. i i was initially at the start of the semester, blaming it on school School. and I have, Oh, I just have homework or I'm just tired from my class or sorry. I have this test, you know, this workout went bad or whatever. Um, And so in this race, I ran like two Oh three, I got third. I was like two Oh three. Like I ran this like four weeks ago as a, as a, as a job, you know, how we do that 800 on Wednesdays. I ran like 20 I mean, yeah, I ran 203 wow. in like a perceived effort of like 7. So yeah. it was it just didn't make sense that I was running this as a race. Yeah. Um and then I ran the 4x4 four four and ran like 53.9 um which is okay. It's not terrible. It's not great though. And I remember driving home on the bus that day and just really like just Sitting down and thinking, why, why am I still doing this? You know, and so that next week came and went, and I slowly stopped showing up to uh, practice and and workouts, and started studying more and putting more into EMT school.
1: And was that something you were actively enjoying doing? Yeah. Was that okay?
0: So I was still really enjoying emt school Mm -hmm. it was just when i had to go for a run i hated it and i always kind of told like a little haha thing i told myself it's like oh i'll know i'm i'll be done with running when i put spikes on and i don't feel fast anymore you know Mm -hmm. um and that happened and i was kind of like well i can't you know put my whole basis of my career into this little silly thing yeah but it was in the back of my mind that thought of like Well, I didn't I put spikes on and didn't feel fast for the first time ever. Um and and then it's the conversation started was why
1: why am I still doing why am I still doing this? Yeah.
0: You know, I've I have given I have given this sport everything. Mm -hmm. Like literally everything I have to give. Mm -hmm. Why am I still going? Is, is is this God's way of telling me it's not meant to be? Am I not born to do this? Is is this not you know my passion? And, and I mean it was, but it's just not feeling like it once did. And so, I I remember just being in a really big conflict um, of Do I want to keep running or do I want to pursue medicine? Um, because I knew if I became an EMT that my work schedule would be like 48 hours shifts and I, I just wouldn't have time to train anymore. So it, it kind of, you wouldn't be able to train at the elite level. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, I, I, it was kind of one or the other really, um, because do I you know still get my emt certification keep running keep going to school or do i get my certification and work on an ambulance and go to paramedic school and do all this and so it kind of the decision was i need to pick one or the other and so i was literally i was driving home from practice one day after a run and it was like i think i'm done running you know it was it was like such a slight i thought it was gonna be this huge thing and this huge like ceremony and everyone was gonna like everyone in my career was gonna be like oh congrats but it was really just like i drove home and i was like wow i think that i think this is it you know like i think it's time to hang up the spikes and so that's like i don't want anyone listening to think like this was a failure or or like anything because it's not you know Mm -hmm. running gave me so much and it and it helped me so much as my character and it will always be a part of my life just not in a competitive sense it's like it's not something to quit it's just something to pursue at a different level and that level for me is just being in shape and being healthy and and so I you know obviously I made the decision to you know become an EMT and I passed my national registry. I finished the course with an A and Congratulations. thank you. Thank you. Um, and so <laughs> I ha- I have talked to Moss about it and did you call him? I, 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 uh, I, yeah, I did okay. call him um, and there, I don't want to, you know, put anything out there yet, but there is a slight chance that I would run track for fun. Okay. Um, at vc this uh this spring semester so right. spring of 23 um yeah. th- but yeah. that's just a very very slim possibility Yeah.
1: that's just like for funsies yeah too. i would just not just for funsies let's get i chair. like
0: wouldn't run over 20 miles a week or anything but yeah um sure. and so i wouldn't say i've fully transferred my passion from running to paramedicine or anything sure
1: no no no, of course
0: because i think now that i'm 20 i finally learned like who i am outside of the sport
1: well okay i'm gonna say two things yeah i would say one fundamentally i don't think you can okay right for two reasons which is one it's such a different thing yeah right like i'm talking about spirituality and finding your passion and doing things like that and I think if you're going to go from something like running to being, you know, an academic, being getting your EMT cert- yeah. c- certification, I think you can find that sense of that same sense of like deliberate practice leading yeah. to like fulfillment to leading to like that kind of feeling at the end of the day. of like, wow, I've done something good. Yeah. But fundamentally, you're doing such different activities. Right that I think it's, it, I don't think it's a fair comparison to say sure. it doesn't feel the same because it makes sense that it shouldn't yeah, feel the same, exactly. right? And then second, I'm going to say that I think with part of your career, and this is my like econ brain tingling, you you constantly were buying into what you could do in the short run, yeah, right? Which was like, if I can just get like a little bit more, yeah. I could just grab a little bit yeah. more utility exactly. out of my career, I could be, and then you look at the, Long run result Yeah. Right. So you're buying into the short term of if I can get a couple. If like, I can
0: do this, then I can. Well, if I can. This. Yeah,
1: yeah, kind of. Yeah. If I can do like a couple more weeks, that's gonna justify this long term goal. Right. Like, I'm gonna feel so happy. I'm gonna get the girl. I'm gonna get. Yeah. So much of that. Exactly. Where I think in academics and stuff like that, you've kind of shifted focus where it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. To. You know, it's not if I can pass this test, suddenly I'm going to be the best EMT in the world right? or I'm going to be able to do whatever it is. Yeah. And so I think it's not only good, but it's required that it doesn't feel the same.
0: Yeah. Right. And I'm I'm so glad I made the decision I did when I did because and, and this is kind of like an unfair comparison um but it kind of felt like i'm giving my life to running to be an entertainer entertainer versus becoming a paramedic and literally saving people's lives wait, so it wait, almost wait. like
1: what was the first part about running again
0: be just like be an entertainer because like pro runners are basically just like entertainment right i don't know
1: about that i don't know about that. sure but again, I, yeah i would disagree with that but go it, on. it's
0: not like a super fair comparison between the two because obviously yeah. one is like you know you're saving you're literally saving someone's life versus you know like I'm a, I run for a living you know it kind of just like it in my silly little brain didn't even seem like a comparison
1: I don't know I, I think for me it's I, I think that might go back to kind of that like uh more like superior morality of sure like, committing yourself to that kind of higher saving people, saving people's lives. And that's why you feel like it's a superior commitment than running. Yeah. Cause I think, and this is, I guess this is going to get a little bit of philosophy, but the, the best thing that you can do. And the most that I think anyone should be expected to do is live a good life. Right. Right. And it's one of those simple, but hard to do things, right. Which is, you know, live a good life. Well, how do you live a good life? Well, I mean, there's, millions billions yeah. of infinite pathways right you can take but it, it i think in you know that me and matt were talking about this beforehand uh, something about universal truths yeah um and, and these I, I believe in universal truths, where it's says it's a philosophical or ethical uh concept which pretty much says across cultures you have uh you can have similar uh, ethical and moral decisions and yeah. essentially it's all this stuff yeah like you can have someone who's maybe practicing buddhism and they're trying to you know be really spiritual in right. this way and then you can have someone across the world uh, practicing catholicism and it doesn't even have to do with religion yeah um but it's that state of trying to understand the world and right. trying to understand your belief system and trying to yeah. understand your god that's that universal truth yeah Right, and so I think. Where was I going with that? No, the universal truths. I I, I think part of maybe w- w- maybe why it's the that is an unfair com- comparison is because that um. I think the saving lives. Yeah.
0: Is like a a kind of a like cop out. Like
1: well, it's a completely extrinsic reward. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and what I guess I'm ch- saying is you. If you can completely fulfill yourself with intrinsic, not positivity, but, but fulfillment yeah. and reward, and at the end of the day, as an individual, just be like, you know, I feel completely yeah. good whether you've helped other people or not. I feel like that's yeah, that's pretty darn good. And so but I, you know, right. saving people's lives is all. Yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> I kind of for a for a little bit there, I kind of got in the extreme medic mindset of like. There are people dying as we speak. (laughs) If I'm not out there, then who's out there? But that's just like kind of a funny thing because, you know, I hope there's always going to be paramedics out there to do their jobs. Um, But I kind of felt that same calling that I did all those years ago when God was calling me to rise and, and I thought it was to break four. But now I kind, of, I kind of truly believe that I was born to be a medic, if that makes sense. I feel like it's my destiny almost. It, is, it feels like I was put on this earth to save people. And it's like, I am so compassionate and caring and I just want to do the best I can. And medicine kind of seemed like the best route to take to do that was for me to touch as many lives as possible. And, you know, I'm not like becoming a celebrity or an influencer and, and that's just like one way people touch lives, but it's like, I really want to like be out there physically making a difference and, and trying to help people. And so it kind of just was like, instead of feeling like I'm being selfish, pursuing running, sacrificing all these relationships, I'm going to give up, you know, like my time and my resources and my effort to help other people finally. And and that was just like kind of a great realization for me to come to was I have a chance to make a big impact in other people's lives and I'm like, I want to take it, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that sounds good. I guess, um, I mean, first of all, I'm going to... I shake your hand. Yeah. Second of all, um, I'm going to say one of the things about, um, I, I guess a little blemish in my argument about if you can live a life, you know, that's just not so amazing, but yeah. just so that you can be fulfilled, that should be enough. Um, I I think this is something I've actually like kind of thought about recently, which is it's easiest to do that when you're helping other people. Yeah. So like I'm going to use an example with um, – with like running. Sure. Right. Like I, I and this is kind of my relationship with my body in running. Mm-hmm. Which is I like running. Like yeah. I like to do it. It's it's something that um I'm getting away from like I need to run fast to yeah. just like I want to be the best runner I can. Right. But it goes a lot deeper, which is like I I have some chronic conditions. And so it's like I want other people to see like oh he has this right and he can still be this amazing. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's so much easier for me, I guess, spiritually being like, not, not so narcissistic, not so like self-centered, but still getting that, um, like personal fulfillment. Yeah. In the pursuit that my, no in the belief that my pursuit yeah will affect other people yeah exactly right so I, I guess in yours is it's a lot more and this is me trying to relate it to sure. me so i can comprehend it yeah Hopefully the audience understand we'll find their own way you on. have a physical which is like i'm literally like doing cpr or yeah. like doing whatever to save and affect people's save people's lives yeah and i guess for me and the the kind of spiritual component and the way I find personal fulfillment is the belief that someday yeah. there will be people out there who I will affect it and yeah. be like, oh shit, you know, Xavier, you know? yeah, he's, he's done all of this. He's had like such a, like a, a tough not, path. not well, Yeah. Sure. A tough path. Like he's worked so hard or whatever it is. I want to go out and I want to go find like my own fulfillment. Yeah. I want to, let's try this. Yeah. And this is even something I'm doing with the podcast right yeah. now. And this is one of the things where I think media it's it's almost too quintessential to give up. Right. Right? Like I'd love to go live in a uh, like a cave and just yeah. like I'm gonna run all day, I'm gonna eat berries and yeah, so on. But I, I think there's such a elegant component to technology yeah. to that it's like in theory, I could touch like millions of people's a lot, yeah. Millions of people's with this about like not only like good content, but I mean, I'm going to be real. I, I yeah. don't really care about like producing good content. Yeah. I want to change people's lives.
0: Yeah, I get right? it. Right? Which
1: is like, I want to produce a podcast or I want to have a career in running that's yeah. like so influential Yeah, that someone gets up off their couch yeah. after listening or watching or whatever it is. Right. They get up off their couch and go, you know what?
0: Savior's right. I can like, go for
1: a run. Yeah. Or you know what? I can study for this test. Yeah. I can be a teacher, whatever it is. Yeah. That's what I want, and it's my belief that what I'm doing Mm. is contributing to, I guess, the a better world, or people that I can influence that gives me that personal satisfaction. And and so, in the same way, you having a lot more of the physical, yeah, like like literally saving people's lives, I guess is because I've
0: always been an instant gratification person. So it's like you know, if I can physically do this right now.
1: No, no. <laughs> which is no, no. I'm just totally kidding. I right. think part of that. Um, I mean, that's in like psychology. Every, yeah, everyone wants it to be a. Everyone wants short-term gratification, right? And still wants to achieve the long-term effects. Yeah. But I think that literally physically saving people is your embodiment of the the helping other people. That's going to give you your own personal fulfillment. Yeah,
0: definitely. Which is like what we're all trying to strive for and i
1: well i think that's something that we
0: should we we, we should we ought to yeah we
1: ought to we strive sh- for yeah i Not don't
0: everyone does do that right i don't right. like the word should because you like
1: no it's it's a great word should is like uh,
0: should it should is the the
1: literal boundary yeah because between you and everything that literally theoretically could exist yeah i think should is a great word because so many people should or ought to do things, but I think that's the entire component, the entire like problem with having not done things, right? Like, people should save for finances, yeah. people should be happy, people yeah. should help others out. And it's like, well, if people should do it, why don't? Why don't they? Right? And okay. that's, that's such an interesting yeah. question. That's a great perspective, right? yeah. But, i don't know
0: know. no i totally get it um and i'm i'm very grateful that you know Xavier let me on here because i feel like i have a pretty unique story worth sharing yeah and i hope that i touched at least one person's life out there whoever listened to this but hopefully hopefully. um i just want to give a quick like my future plans i guess well
1: we 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 went we've done all of past yeah We need to do current day,
0: current day. Well Current day. Current day, and future, math. <laughs> so I guess I'm a paramedic in training, and we'll put that in quotations. Um, I am hopefully getting a call back today from one of the ambulance Ooh. companies, and I'm going to do that for a thousand hours. Oh, wow. Um, and then I'm... So this is where it gets like fishy because i have then i'll have all my like prereqs done like i had to take anatomy and phys um and in english to get into paramedic school but the route in which i go to medic school i'm kind of i've slowly started thinking i kind of want to join the service um and be like a air force medic or an army ranger or something like i want to pursue medicine um and I would only join the service if I could be a medic. Yeah. Um, but I like, I I think now that I see like life's experiences and life's, you know, like it's all about what you do, not what you have. It's about the journey. And so it's like, I want to jump out of airplanes and I want to shoot guns <laughs> and I and I want to like go out and like save you people. shoot
1: guns as a medic?
0: No, I mean you? like you'd hold one. I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> it's like, I want to, I, I feel like military medicine is the is the most exciting form of medicine and it's like yeah that's like i want to do that before you know i'm dry i'm like just a complete, civilian medic for the rest of my life you know it's like i want
1: adrenaline i energy. want
0: that excitement and and you know who mm-hmm. knows like maybe even go to med school after but you mm-hmm. know it's just like it, it's all about experiences for me now and, and not just like having things like i i think no a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent yeah agree.
1: I mean, one of uh, one of the things um, that I really strongly encourage, and this sounds so dumb, like say it's it. so simple, say it, is just like try new things. Yeah, right. Like th- this summer, I, I've done and I've done a lot of things that I haven't tried. Like I started d and D campaign. Dude, you started um, a fucking podcast. Like I started a, a podcast, like a killer one. <laughs> and it's like it's one of those things where just I, and this is like my personal philosophy to like having the it's called eudaimonia. I highly recommend looking this up. And it roughly translates to like a life well lived. Yeah. Kind of the the personal satisfaction that I'm talking about, which is like, I wanna, I wanna understand like the human experience. Yeah. Right. And to do that, I feel like I need to not experience as much as I possibly can yeah. but have quality experiences right. over a period of time because I don't, I don't want to understand everything that's not the goal the goal is to experience a certain amount of things in my community yeah and the things that I value because right. I mean I don't want to experience like my mom getting run over that's not something I no. want to be like yeah I remember when that happened yeah but it's like I want to remember like going to college yeah. I want to remember like. You know, having this d d campaign, right, staying up yeah. late and like, hey, you know what? One time, like, I stayed out way later than I should yeah, have played d and D&D. we did
0: this. And, and yeah. we did this.
1: And it was a ton of fun, even if that's not every day. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I want to, you know, know what it's like to, you know, maybe run fast. Yeah. Or, like, be, like, super deep.
0: At the unknown. Like, you know, you're almost searching for, like, what you don't know. It's like... It's almost like a threshold. This is the threshold we were talking about from episode one. No, 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 no. Let me expand for a second. Okay, go. It's go. kind of like you're sitting in the known right now, in the present, and you have all these plans from the future for the future, and you have all these regrets from the past, and so you're constantly no no you're constantly trying to like live a better life, but there's this threshold in the middle that I think you know we're all trying to cross as to where you're like really, truly diving into the unknown and trying to like live in the present, not knowing what's coming next. I think that's so inherently human of people is to like worry so much about what's going to happen and not thinking about what's happening right now.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) That sounds pretty good. I think that's almost, that's one of the things with like social media that presents, not social media, but I think that's one of those like depersonalization situation that's like with covid social media that it's like people are becoming and i i don't like to make these broad generalizations but i think people a lot of people are becoming so enraptured by what could, could. have come yeah or what possibilities or the expectations yeah. and i actually wrote this down a second ago and i was going to comment this is kind of maybe what happened on your career a little bit mm-hmm. which was it went from the this is what i i heard i don't know where i heard this yeah it was um where a lot of people really struggle with like from being like a prodigy yeah right kids who are just like expend like stupidly good at something sure from a young age they get a lot of uh extrinsic uh or a lot of validation from like oh you're so good at this age you're going to be even Even better better when you're 18 19 20 whatever it is and then there's this really difficult shift yeah. to when that individual turns that age yeah. and suddenly it's not, well, you're going to be good when you're 25, 26, yeah. 27. It's
0: how, good? what have you done? Yeah, exactly.
1: Where are you going? Right. And questions like that, where it's suddenly like, it's fascinating. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is, it, it's simply about your perception of, you know, yeah the thing you're doing. But at the same time, it's, it's so much deeper than that. Right.
0: Cause it's, I don't know. It's funny. We can use me as an example because it's like, how can someone, you know, so passionate about running? Like I've had, I've had Jace Ashbrenner, Nico Young, Sean Brosnan, like really big names in running. Tell me that I'm the most passionate person about running they've ever met. So it's like, how can someone like that, you know lose the passion but then it's when you hear the story it kind of makes sense
1: now wait let me ask you this
0: yeah i,
1: mean, I need to, i need to formulate this sure yeah did you lose the passion
0: that's a good And then question. now listen
1: now listen i'm not talking about running yeah did you lose the passion
0: no i didn't lose that
1: that's exactly what I didn't what lose I mean.
0: my passion like Cause you know, I also think I read pharmacology passion. books in my spare time. Like I'm studying EKG books when I don't have to. Like, of course I didn't. Like no fucking normal twenty <laughs> yeah. doing that. Like so no, I didn't lose my passion. Exactly. But It's 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 just not in the form of running anymore. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah, that's certainly I think that's okay. That's like that was you know hard to come to terms with. But it's it's the same thing of like no one is is not like no one's disappointed in me that i didn't continue because like people that care know how hard the journey was mm-hmm. and so I, re- I, was, I was thinking about this the other night and i had to say it on here it's like <laughs> i want people to know if there's any takeaway from all the shit i went through it's like i don't regret one goddamn thing It's like, I would not be the man I am, and I would not be the medic I will be if I didn't go through that shit. So fucking take the risk, go at it, and pursue that pipe dream. Because, like, you don't know where it might hit. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) God, dude, I've been waiting to say that. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Go for it, dude.
1: I don't know how we're going to top that.
0: I don't. That feels so good to say. Yep. Because the next Matthew Sirogi's is listening and they're going to pursue whatever it is. Oh, I like that. I don't... That was it. <laughs> that's, that's the end. That's. That's the end. Should we just end it there? I think so. All right. Real quick, though. Real quick. Sure. Oh, oh, oh okay.
1: And what are the plans for future Matt?
0: Yeah. Um. So, you know, I'm probably going to become an army ranger but whatever um if anyone wants to reach out to me do you have your like email or something like yeah
1: um okay so the email i have it's um pipe.dream.etiquette at gmail.com
0: yeah so i don't have any socials. so if you want to reach out to that email and um xavier can get you in contact with me or if you have any questions for xavier we'd like I'm sure we'd totally be happy to answer them.
1: Yeah. Um, hundred uh, percent. Shoot an email. I'll leave it in the the top of the description or something like that. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, if you got anything to say to Matt, anything to say to me, uh, criticism, I would love that about the podcast. I'm all about it. As long as it's constructive criticism. Exactly. Um, even if it's not, I'll still take any criticism. It's all good.
0: Yeah. So, so. I think, I think that's understanding Matthew Sarecki. I think, That's That's all I have to say. Thank you for listening.
1: All right. Um, Yeah, I really want to thank Matt. And yeah, you know.